number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the studio We are here until 6 o'clock So plenty of time for you to get your calls in Let us know how you're feeling after last night What you made of the game How it sets us up for Tuesday And anything else at all that you think we've missed We would be delighted to hear from you So 0141 951 1025 Or at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Uh, the game that's on at the moment, 87 gone, Hungary 1, France 1. So that would be a shock, you would have to say, but not the, the shock it looked like it was going to be. Hungary led for quite some time. France are level, and uh, you never know, maybe an exciting finish to this one. We will wait and see. Let's go back on the line, shall we? And bring in Imogen. How's it going, Imogen? Good. Um, good. Um, I'd just like to say that I'm very proud of Scotland because um, even if it was a draw, because I was watching right now, I'm just very happy for them. Now, Imogen, you won't mind me saying, you sound at a certain age, which means you've never seen this Scotland men's team at a major tournament before. Is that right? How old are you? 11. 11. Wow, certainly not then, Hugh Keevans. Not even close. And uh, Imogen, did it? is this making you... Excited about the Scotland national team and, and hoping to see more of these events in the future. Yeah, it, it isn't like I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing them in more events like this. Absolutely, Hugh. Yeah. Um, but I wonder, Imogen, what what school do you go to? If you don't mind me asking, in St Joseph's in Helensburgh. In Helensburgh, and were you allowed to watch the game in school last week? Yeah, we were all cheering them on. That's alright then Hugh Because we, we were worried about that We were yeah. we were trying to get a, a nationwide campaign going We couldn't have had that Children were prevented from watching it I love Helens bro <laughs> <laughs> Used to go there all the time Your take holidays a, Take a walk <laughs> I, went there, I went there for my honeymoon Believe it or not Is that right? To Helens bro? Yeah. yeah Seriously And a bus yeah, because And a bus <laughs> Wait, 56 Listen, listen clean bank. Get, get your violins out We paid for our, we paid for our own wedding And we had no money for a honeymoon So we went to hell oh, right, we, were, we were having a bit of fun oh, there and was Exactly Imogen's listening Going what's going on here <laughs> Didn't he, did he phone up for an old guy's wedding story Gordon did you go any of your honeymoons Any of your honeymoons to Helensburgh No no I bypassed there on the flight Yeah, uh, Imogen who's your favourite Scotland player um, either I think it'd have to be Adams. Not me. Yeah, see, that's yeah, a good shout. That's a good shout. And all of a sudden, Hugh, a guy who's you know wasn't in the team a couple of months ago, and now he's well, John, a favourite of eleven-year-olds across the country. Yeah, John McGinn did a great quote about him this morning. He said he Che Adams comes from Coventry, but he plays like a guy from Castle Milk. Yeah. So that will do for me. Uh, and I hope that Imogen enjoys. Uh, going into St Joseph's on Monday And getting ready for the big game And uh, you need to watch it with your mum and dad though Come Tuesday night Because the school won't be open at 8 o'clock on Tuesday night Will it Imogen? Imogen are we going to win on Tuesday You think we can do it? Yeah I, I, I think we can do it Good stuff I like the positivity I love it Hopefully we can Honeymoon to Helensburg yeah. Honestly <laughs> I thought I'd heard it all True <laughs> And you're still married That's brilliant I'll bring She must photo. love you <laughs> I mean, do you, do you normally live like about fifteen miles away from yeah, Helensburgh? Yeah. Well, you could actually walk to your honeymoon. Yeah, well, this is Drumchapel. It's a lovely part Hellensburg. of the world, to be fair. It's, it's a lovely, great, lovely but... walk down to Rue and back up and then yeah. get the train. How long are we talking here? Uh, 
With 50 years in no, August No, how long did you spend in there? <laughs> <laughs> An hour uh, well, I don't know I spent a day trip Aye. Four or five hours <laughs> Oh right, okay right. <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I thought it was like a fortnight in there <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay <laughs> So it was like a, a day out home, right, right, okay. <laughs> right, Better okay. go home That makes a bit more sense It was just like a wee day out Right, I thought yeah, I had right. genuinely gone to Helensburg for a fortnight It's booked into a hotel I was the same Ah right, okay And the two of them sat going Oh, we're going to leave a home sick Let's go Let's walk home <laughs> Let's walk down the road Brilliant. And look how excited Gordon is At the discussion about honeymoons He's delighted oh, I'm going there my next one You were going to share your memories But we're only on till six So we better, we better move on uh, Thank you Imogen Hopefully you enjoy the game on Tuesday Let's bring in Sean in Motherwell How are you feeling about last night Sean? Where did you watch it? Oh, well I've got a wee, quite a funny story about that So obviously I took my wee girl last night Thinking that Scotland were playing the night so I mean, I'll be I almost it. Um, but she was like to me, Dad, why are you crying? I'm like, I'm no, I'm not crying. I'm like, I, I, I'm no, I'm no, I'm all right. <laughs> Something <laughs> in my eye. Dad just had a bit of hot curry, it's all right. But no, I was just so proud of him, man. It's just, I've seen, I can remember when they played them a hand in the two each, and that was that felt like a defeat, and that was a draw. But there's even, I had the Marshall put off one save, and that we scrambled at the end, but. I was confident with it. Like I didn't really ever think oh, we've had known here. Do you know? I know we did defend well, but I was I was proud of him. I know I keep stuttering that, but I was just really proud of him. Oh, I love that. I love that Sean was reduced to tears, but was trying to hide it from his daughter. No, no, that, that doesn't cry. Mm-hmm. Uh, manly. <laughs> Big boys don't cry And all that Hugh Keevans I told you I had no money For a honeymoon You all laughed No we didn't We were <laughs> laughing before that And then you you lowered the tone And it made it It made it difficult um, I must admit I tell you You've made up for it now You've got a few quid You could um, But Mark yeah. that, that, That's That's straight up Sean's brave enough To come on radio And we tear in his eye Just proud of yeah. the effort You know he makes a great point After the England game At Hamden You know we're 2-1 up Getting into the final minute They get the equaliser It felt like a defeat Last night was the totally opposite You know Felt like a victory Lifted the country And look Especially after the year We've all had And you know Everybody Being locked up And away from loved ones It just felt like A coming together For, for everybody And you know I'm sure Sean Wasn't alone Throughout Scotland When he shed a wee tear um, So proud of the boys Going to Wembley and, and putting on a performance Like that And keeping the country alive And keeping us in With a chance yeah. A Tuesday Or something we've never Ever done before I mean that's all it is, Gordon. You know, you always get people who will scoff and say, "Look at the celebrations for a draw." But we said that earlier, context is important. Not every nil-nil draw is the same, and if you think it is, then you're wasting your time following football. But there is still that word of caution. We've not scored a goal yet. We're mm-hmm. going to have to do that if we yeah. want to get out of this thing, and we need to now. We need to build on last night. Otherwise, last night becomes a sort of plucky. Silver lining to what will be a an all round disappointing tournament if we don't do something on Tuesday. A hundred percent, but it could have been a lot worse, Gordon, if we didn't do something last night. And that's why it was so important. And even the draw, and I said earlier uh, when Hugh was talking about this, I was over a moon with the result because it still gives us that build up. It gives us excitement. It gives us Tuesday night. It gives us Sean if we won crying again and. The, the country uniting together again to support the lads. So it was so important that we go to Wembley. And <clears throat> the nil-nil, yeah, you want to score goals, we'll need to score them on Tuesday. If we have any chance of keeping this tournament, we have to start scoring. But we're creating chances. We're mm. playing with confidence now. 
We've got a a team that looks like you know, okay, there's one or two people on saying, I play him or that. Mm. I think he would stick with the exact same team. We've got a star in Billy Gilmore. I think he brought out uh, McGregor, mm. who looked tired for me for right up until last night, played so many games. People were saying he shouldn't be in the team. Showed what a class mm. player he was last night. McTominay, Tierney, they're all there. And I, as Mark mentioned, O'Donnell. Uh, and by the way, if you are one of those cynics, the Hungary players are absolutely buzzing because they've just drawn with France. So you better get on Hungarian Super Scoreboard and tell them that they're overcooking it and that they shouldn't <laughs> be celebrating a draw. Uh, Sean, is your daughter, did she did she get the magnitude last night because you were in tears? Is, there, is she starting to get the bug? She was just engrossed with Peppa Pig, mate, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, she she knew, she was like, I really watched this football one. And she's like, she's like, the blue team, the white team, I said, yeah, Scotland, England. She's like, mm-hmm. okay. Then I think she kind of, she was a wee bit buzzing because obviously I was jumping about like a maniac. But um, I, it was just, I said to her, big game Tuesday, babe. She's like, who's playing? I'm like, I'm not even going to explain Peppa to Pig's you. back on, that's <laughs> what it is. Um, but no, I mean, Sean, you could, we've kind of done it between two o'clock and now and we, we will up till, till six o'clock when we go off but you could just mention every player really couldn't you I, I was see when I listened to you I listened to every night and then when there was Dean Stephen and Donald Stick I, was, I, I felt terrible because of that he's, he's, well, my dad's a Malou fan but my family some of my family Malou fans I'm obviously a Celtic fan but I said he's getting too much stick because I feel he's unfair I didn't have the best of games on Monday but he showed them last night I thought he was brilliant last night he did, and you know what? Not everyone, because you you can't you can't cure everyone, Hugh. But lots of people, to be fair, have on on Twitter saying, "Didn't see that coming." I hold my hands up. Yeah, he was brilliant. Then yeah, you've got yeah, to do that. The world has speeded up in the twenty first century. We were rubbish on Monday night, and it was time for the manager to go, according to some. Then on Friday night, we were brilliant, fabulous. Delete whichever is inapplicable And the manager was a national hero As were all the players On Tuesday If we don't win And we don't go through The manager will go back to being an idiot That is the way of the modern day world But I think we should be better than that Mm. We should be bigger than that And we should understand what Stevie Clark is building There was a nice article from Kenny Dalgleish in the week Where he said where would you go if you didn't have Stevie Clark? He's the right man for the job and everyone has to get behind him. Now, Kenny and I have had our disagreements or several over the years, but I agree with him wholeheartedly. Uh, thank you, Sean. Hopefully you and your daughter enjoy Peppa Pig round two on Tuesday. It's 01419511025. Stay right there. I think you'll enjoy this next because we're going to get a proper detailed insight to the rise of Billy Gilmore One of the stars of Scotland's performance last night Hopefully one of the stars of the national team For a long time to come And we're going to find out a lot About what's happened to get him to this point We'll do that next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL all in the studio We're here until 6 o'clock Soaking in the reaction to last night's result at Wembley So keep your calls coming 01419511025 Don't forget every caller who makes it on air Goes into the draw for that retro Scotland top Thanks to Grieve Sports If you're keeping an eye elsewhere It finished Hungary 1, France 1 So a bit of, a, a bit of an upset in that one Given the, the talent at the disposal of the Deschamps But... 
We'll wait and see how they fare as the tournament goes on Now one of the star men from last night clearly Was Billy Gilmore He won man of the match He earned rave reviews from his teammates From his manager From fans From pundits And understandably so He took it all in his stride Was pitched in for his first international start And what's perhaps a little bit significant about that Behind the scenes at the Scottish FA Is he is the first Graduate of one of the Scottish FA's performance schools To come through and play for the men's A squad And not only come through and play for them But to do it at a major tournament against England at Wembley Now, I'm delighted to say that Brian McLaughlin Who heads up the performance school programme Joins us on the line at the moment Brian, hope you're well Thank you for joining us How proud were you to see Billy perform that way last night? Hi, Gordon Hope you're well Um Incredibly proud, um, you know, and I'm, not just for me, you know, for the whole everyone involved in the programme. We're obviously all sitting there last night as fans, and, and it'd be great to see Steve and all the players doing an unbelievable job, one that we can all be proud of. But to actually see, you know, a young a young man on the pitch that we've all known really well since he was 11, and to have him, you know, worked alongside him from 12 to to now just turned 20, to actually see him going on there and playing, having a real influence in the game. Um, like I said It wasn't just myself Who was proud It's everyone Who's been involved In the whole programme To actually see one of One of our own One of our ones That we're trying to train And coach And hopefully help But Let me make a Quite clear on this This is all down to Billy Like I said He's been an unbelievable Young player Since we knew him At age, age 11 Yeah absolutely He takes all the credit And of course Rangers Would have done great things At an academy level as well And then, and then he goes to Chelsea But For you guys At the performance school Programme Brian We had years and years of, of soul searching Where is it going wrong What can we do To develop players To get us back to Major international tournaments So To, to then set out Was it 2012 when, when it kicked off Yeah And people Because we're impatient You want you want instant results But You're taking in 11 year old 11 year old school children At that point So that's Pretty difficult to do that instantly So to now have an example of a player who's gone right through the performance school programme and starred at a Euros, that must that must give everyone a huge boost. It does. And like I said, you know, we put a lot of work into this. Um I think the last time when I was on the programme talking about performance schools, I think I mentioned the, the example of when we started this in twenty twelve, about two weeks later you had fans asking you about, you know, what's happening with the programme, is it working, is it not working? Where are they all? And I think everyone forgot that when we started that we did start with 11 and 12 year olds. And and the process was always long term. It was always about training every single day, trying to create this new national identity. One that we had before. It's not, not nothing new, but one way we wanted to create and, and the only way we could create that was to try and work with the best talent every single day. Um, and like I said, it's hard. It's, it's long. It's enjoyable at times. It's hard at times. But without a doubt, you know, for us to achieve any sort of success, it's, it's with collaborations with clubs. You mentioned Rangers there, you know, incredible relationship with them throughout the years. We've also got Nathan in the squad as well. So the both of them have come through together and we've had a really good work alongside Rangers and all their coaches. But like I said, it really is a boost. It's a boost for everyone involved when you actually see a young player and you can gradually see him getting better and better and better. Um, and he's not changed. Um, but when you actually see him going through the whole all the stages because Billy's played at Scotland under 16, 17, 19 and then he jumped straight to 21s and played a few games before now but when he 
does that, that then leads a pathway for everyone else because we now know that what we're doing and how we're trying to change the way we train players, uh, we know it's we know it's working. We know it's working. Yeah, I mean, and I understand this because fans' main priority is looking at what's happening at you know the very top level and. Maybe the, maybe the detail of this doesn't cut through Because you're thinking oh, Yeah there's some sort of scheme going on I've, I've heard of the performance schools I know it's some sort of thing that we're doing To try and uh, create better players Don't really know much about it Don't know if it's if it's working um, now, that, now that we've kind of got this example Then tell us again You know What it is like In, in relation to Billy if you like So you know What what they are as in, in general and, and how that journey was for him There's probably three stages To a performance school uh, I think stage one uh, we try and recruit Recruit talent is Stage one Or the potential uh, The potential Is probably a big word For us here We recruit potential So you know Like say When Billy was age 10 And 11 We were watching him So the first stage Is, is recruit um, And once we recruit These players They then are Allocated One of the seven schools Across the country And they go in there They then go into Stage two And stage two Is We've got to maximise potential um, And the only way we can do that Is by training them every single day So you know Yesterday for instance There have been seven schools working There have been four sessions in each school There have been coaching over 200 players uh, And we do that every single day So it's that idea of Maximising potential And everyone talks about you. What do you do, what do you do We've changed the way we train players I think that's what we've done uh, We've changed the way we train them um, And it all starts with getting to know him getting to know the person, getting to know her. We've got to get to know people. Uh, and once we really get to know them, we then try and encourage them and, and, and develop the player. Um, but like I said, stage two is maximised potential, and then stage three is the biggest part. Stage stage three is actually when they leave the school, you've then got to support them. From now getting into the hardest part of football, when they leave the school. But as long as we build the connection in the first four years, then the young players will keep coming back. And Billy's a perfect example. You know, the amount of times he's been down in Chelsea, he's had low moments. Everyone thinks it's easy for Billy. There's a huge decision he took to leave Rangers. And I know he enjoyed Rangers, he enjoyed the staff, but he made a big decision. And at that point, when you're living in London, he needed supported. And that came not through me, that came through his own performance school coach, which was James Grady. And, and that's the big one for us. It's that support, this talent that we've got. And like I said, Billy has obviously got all the the limelight last night and deserved every part of it but you know he may have a knock on effect next week before we whatever and that's when he'll need support again so it's a big programme uh, and we're just trying to look after people I think that's the biggest part of it Brian um, Billy will become the poster boy for your department and the work that you do but there's a school of thought and it's normally a school of thought professed by older people let me see that Youngsters aren't as interested in football as they once were. They just want to play computer games, etc., etc., etc. You've heard the argument a hundred times. Is that true? No, no. I think the biggest difference we find, or sorry, I find particularly, is back then, you know, thirty years ago, when we young young players had a decision, you could go and play football in the street when we could play in the street, or you could still sit in the house and do whatever it was at the time. It's still the same now. It's just now there's more. There's more for me to do now rather than go and play football. But I think that's where, I think I mentioned earlier on, you know, we've got to change the way we coach players. Um, we've got to change the way we talk to players. Um, and I think that's what we've tried to do. Um, they still got the same distractions. They can still go and not train if they don't want to. But if you think about Billy and the, the performance schools, 
as long as we can make it really, really enjoyable for them every single day, they want to be there. The actual concept behind a performance school is, is, is really bizarre in the fact that you train Monday to Friday, but you, know, but you don't play a game at the weekend. It's really what all football players, professional players talk about. We train to play and you, know, you want to play every weekend, but we don't. We train Monday to Friday and we never play a game. And we'll never play a game in four years. The game that we're training for is years away. And when these young players start to understand that concept, they then want to get to the training ground and they want to train for themselves. That's why I say that this has nothing to do with me. This is all to do with Billy. Billy had a chance. He had an opportunity to grab something. And he did it on day one. And I guarantee you now he will be doing it again today as he starts his recovery for Croatia. He does everything to maximise potential. And, and we've, got, we've got loads of players out there, but we just need to change. We need to give them a reason to come. And once we give them a reason to come, we've got to make sure they want to keep coming back time and time again to get better. Yeah, so Billy went to, to Grange Academy in Kilmarnock, didn't he? Yes, he did, yeah. yeah and some things just, just of our, our area. So there's there, there's Braidhurst and Motherwell, Holyrood and Glasgow. Would those be the, the main ones in this area? Yeah, that's the main ones. Um, and then we've obviously he's read up Aberdeen, yeah. John and Dee Broughton. In Edinburgh and Graham and, and Falkirk. Yeah, so, 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 so the young players basically go. They're going to school. They're just going to school like everybody else. But additionally, you know, before school, they're getting they're getting football worked into their timetable essentially, so that they become uh, better players and they can work on things in addition to their their schoolwork. At what point, Brian, is there is there anything that stood out? I don't know if it was the very first time you saw Billy Gilmore, or was there a moment that stood out that you thought this guy was special? Um, I think when when you when we watched him at age eleven and age twelve, everyone knew who Billy Gilmore was. Everyone, um, you know, if you go to watch a game, people say Billy Gilmore, watch Billy Gilmore, watch Billy Gilmore. He's going to make it. He's going to make it. And we, that used to annoy us um, because it's not as easy as that. We've all seen these types of players, uh, and it's not that easy. Um, so everyone knew who Billy was. Nathan maybe wasn't so so well known, although we knew obviously knew him as well. But I think. Both players are very similar. The biggest thing that we noticed for them was when we started working with them every single day. They both of them are the same. Both Billy and Nathan are the same. Generally, they're the first in, and generally they're the last off the pitch. It really is that simple for the two of them, and their 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 constant demand to get better every single day rubs off on everyone. It really does. So, if there was any one thing I noticed about Billy, because that's who you asked about. It was just after about a month, maybe two months, it was that ability to turn up every day in school and turn up every day in the performance school and try and be the best player on the training pitch. He did it every day, every day for four years. Um, and like I said, everyone, it's weird when he went to Chelsea, um, any new manager come in always talks about how he trains. He's learned how to train like that and, and, and he just does it now. It's just become a habit. So and, and Nathan the same. So I think that's a big thing for me with the two of them. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's how they train. And people talk about the way he takes everything in his stride. I think that's now him was man of the match in his first ever international start, as you saw last night, um, on his full English Premier League debut, his full FA Cup debut, and his full Champions League debut. Man of the match in them all. Seems to take it in his stride. Um, but Brian, what's he like as a as a character? What's he like as a a young man and I guess that I think you've told the story before that even moving to Chelsea 
he'll still come back up the road, get his boots on, and come down and and help you guys and and try and be an example. Yeah, he does. You know, again, he was wanting to get into Grange recently, but again, we let him know obviously he's in a bubble at Chelsea just now, so that's not allowed. Because um, he wants to come in and, and and he wants to help the young people that's in the program, but. You're right, it's quite incredible when you say the statistics and all these debuts. Um, like I said, I'm a surprise. No, I'm not, because he trains for it. Like I said, he trains really, really hard for it and he sacrifices a lot for it. Uh, last night was different. Last night, I'm maybe a little bit surprised because last night wasn't a normal game. You know, that was that was a special occasion that very rarely happens. So last night was something something else. But, but for him to go on the pitch... And I think he did a little quick pass in the first minute from a throw-in. That typifies Billy for me. He, he, he takes the throw-in. But even as the throw-in's coming to him, he'll be already thinking about how can I get the ball into the box. And, and it's a quick one-two in, in Trey Adams. is very unlucky. But he's, this won't change him. Like I say, he's a great character, but he will be preparing today. I guarantee he'll be preparing for Croatia instantly. And do you feel like I mean oh, This might seem obvious Because he's only 20 Is this just the beginning Do you think We're we're about to see That trajectory keep going uh, Do you know what It's I do expect it And I uh, I don't know how far he can go Again everyone asks that question How far can he go um, And I really don't know I really don't know how far he can go And I wouldn't like to actually put a limit on it How does he feel about that then? How ambitious is he? Because I, 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 I don't know the ins and outs That's why I'm stuck in here Talking rubbish on a Saturday afternoon You know, But these, he must have an incredible self-belief I bet he thinks he can go all the way Yeah, he does From, 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 from the first minute we met him His ambitions were, were incredibly high But he was realistic to realise to, to achieve those ambitions He was going to work harder than everyone else That was basically where he starts from um, Billy Obviously, he's now got a Champions League winner's medal, but I know deep down he now wants to go to the Champions League again but be the starting man on the pitch. That's that's what drives him. Uh, today, like I said, last night, you know, he would, he would have heard all the people talk about him. He would have loved the moment. He would have enjoyed it with his family because he is a real family person. Um, and he would have loved that. But like I said, this morning, he would have woke up and the first thing he'd been thinking about actually would have been the game and how can he get there. He would have been asking, I think it's Mark McKenna's analysis here, he would have been going to speak to Mark to get my claps up, I want to know how I can get better. Um, and then straight after that, he will be the first to start the recovery. Because that's what he's like. And then like I said, tomorrow morning, if Steve's on the pitch tomorrow, which I believe he will be, he'll then go on to the training ground and he'll have one thought and he said, it'll be the best player on the training ground. And that's him getting ready then for Croatia. He works like that every day. Um and like I said, he works that way because he's got big ambitions. He wants to be successful. And, and, and do you know what? He's really proud of his country. So he'll want to play for Scotland continuously in these tournaments and be successful. That, that's where he is. But in terms of how high can he go, you know, you need a bit of luck. But he has got incredible attitude, incredible temperament. And, and we all know he's got the ability now. Um, so I'm really hopeful for him But he still needs a bit of luck And patience He needs patience But we all need patience Sorry Just before yeah. we let you go then Brian the We've been talking The theme of the show at times Has been about how In a footballing sense It was just a draw As people say But In actual fact It's so much more than that Mark's talking about For the first time ever His son wanted to go out And kick a ball about this morning Hugh's talking about How he's never seen uh, His local You know The neighbourhood kids Going out and, and playing football But but they were this morning you will 
This year I assume Taking another group of 11 year olds Into the performance schools Just how inspirational can it be And, and, and can Billy Gilmore's appearance last night Potentially you know, lead to someone going on and, and trying to replicate that in years to come Yeah it can be I think that's how important it is um, I think the biggest thing for last night Probably started before last night It started yesterday afternoon When you see all our fans going down And the country coming together Waiting for this big game last night That's why I was saying it was more than a game It was an occasion But when you see Billy playing And, and, and the young players can relate to him Um He's the one now that they'll be going out and buying the tops tomorrow or in fact they'll be before the Croatia game. I have no doubt there'll be thousands now with Gilmore on the back of the jerseys and 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 they should be because like I say he's a fantastic young player and a fantastic young person. Um and he'll not be phased by that either. He'll just go and play the game. So for me I think it's huge. I think it was incredible watching him doing what he'd done. Um Unfortunately, the guys in the performance school know, and my head coaches know that we need more. We've got to keep going. We've got to get more. We've got to bring people to Billy back, people in Nathan back to talk to the young players. And to be fair, they did it in last year's uh, when we brought the, the latest recruits in. Billy sat in a Zoom with them and, and, and spoke through his journey from being very nervous. 11 year old getting in for the first time on day one to where he is now. Um, so I think for all the young players, He's a fantastic young person to look up to. Um, but if you want any sort of a, you know, information on Billy Gilmore, he trains like that every single day. So if there's any young player listening, you've got to go out and train every single day as best as you possibly can be to, to achieve success because that's what he does. Brilliant. Brian, thank you for taking the time out your Saturday afternoon. We'll catch up with you soon. No problem, thanks Gordon, it's nice speaking to you Good man, that was Brian McLaughlin who heads up Scotland's performance schools I think Billy Gilmore was already the poster boy for the performance schools But my goodness, he's taken that to a new level um, With his performance at Wembley last night Nathan Patterson also one of those graduates and various others So hopefully uh, the first of many to come How are you feeling after last night? 01419511025 We'll speak to you next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL all here Let's speak to Jay in Danoon and see what's on his mind Hi Jay um, It's actually a her Oh so sorry Jay, my apologies <laughs> I stand no corrected worries. How's it going? <laughs> not, not a problem at all Yeah, I'm so stoked to be on Right, go on then. Tell us the story. This I'm I'm allowed to be nosier when it comes to International Week. I think so. There's there's the English accent there. Um, but living in Danoon now, supporting England last night. Uh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I was. But do you know what? I've been married to a Scotsman now for eight years. Been in Danoon for twenty one years, but Scotland played a blinder yesterday. Yeah. So, well, what what did you make of it then from a? An opposing supporter If we can say that Because it's easy for us to We can get a bit caught up in it But you you were saying there Yes, husband's a Scotsman But you were supporting England What do you make of it? Obviously Most England supporters Expected us to go and win Comfortably Maybe a 2-0 Onwards um, But I don't think That they expected Scotland to come back The way they did Monday Was a disappointment For you guys Maybe a different team, a different layout. Um, but last night you came on and you played your socks off. Uh, uh, Billy Gilmore, I'm a Chelsea supporter. So Billy in the midfield, 
absolutely smashed it. McTominay, he had Harry Kane tucked up in his pocket like a kipper. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'd just like to say, this is terrible, but um, Hugh, I think you're marvellous. Oh, oh, hold on. It was all going so well, G. It really was. Mm-hmm. You just ruined it. See, I saw the whole of the noon. Oh dear me there you go. He's cracked out for 25 years Gee I'm just surprised That wasn't his honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> That was the 10 year anniversary trip uh, Right Gee's Chelsea fan So keeping an eye out On Billy Gilmore We just had Brian McLaughlin on From the performance schools Mark and How good was it To, to hear about that journey 11 year old Come right, okay, come along to Grange Academy Get your schooling You're going to be in at Rangers as well And let's see what happens But all of a sudden First to turn up every day Last to leave Trains like a beast every single day Still now, Champions League winner Wants to come back and speak to the kids And is told, no you can't because of Covid you know, Stay away, but is so desperate to come back It's so inspirational to hear that Yeah, as in, you know We'd like to think that we've got an audience that takes in Kids who would have been listening to Brian there uh, As head of the performance schools And, and hearing what it takes to be a top player um, Here and it's not just all about the, the football side it. There's a lot that goes on um, Off the pitch that you need to get right And Billy has well, certainly sounded like uh, A determined young lad from a very young age Who came with ability But honed that into something special um, And Hugh like said he's, he's a poster boy I mean what a poster boy to have Because when the schools opened in 2012 You know you have to give this time To produce players So this was always going to be Round about the year Where we would see the fruits If it worked or it didn't We'll put it there I think one of the, the aims And people would have said It was pie in the sky at the time In 2012 One of the aims Was to get somebody in the Euro squad From a performance school For, for Euro 2020 yeah, We'll two. get two Yeah Nathan two. Patterson and, as well And Billy Gilmore To be one of those as a standout And he It looks at this point That he will go on To even greater things So for him to be number one In that quest to find These young players Young Scottish players Who we need to make better Make a better era for ourselves For him to be number one Only encourages The young kids who are listening Or looking in at them And inspire them To, to join these performance schools And hopefully It'll be a roaring success In years to come Jay would you fancy Both Scotland and England To go through and meet again Later in the tournament? Totally, yeah. If both get a win on Tuesday, then that's you automatically qualified. No need for a playoff. So, yeah, totally. Why not? Why not, Hugh Kevins? Would we, would we settle for it all over again? I'm just uh, interested in the, the personal dynamic in Jay's house with a Scottish husband, an English wife. Uh, how was it during the game last night, Jay? Well, luckily for me, my husband's an ambulance driver, so he was on shift last night, so oh. I had the couch to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Euro 96, actually, um, when Scotland played England, I watched that game on the way to Dunoon for a holiday, and we missed the ferry, so we had to get a <laughs> guest house pub, stroke pub, in Gourick, and watch Euro 96 before getting the ferry after that. Devastated, over to Dunoon to have a, a holiday at the, the caravan park. Just to the right when you come off the, the ferry. All right, okay. We don't need to know specific. Clarify that, G, would you? JD, you know the one he's talking about? Yeah. Can you go and see it's still there? I think she's gone. You've absolutely bored. I've bored her. No, no, she's back. No, no, she's back. JD, you know the caravan park that Mark Wilson's talking about? 
I certainly do. Yes, I do. Yes, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Everyone, everyone will sleep well tonight knowing that, Mark. Right. Thank you. Uh, Jay, thank you very much. It was nice to hear from you. Hopefully your tournament is... Um, but I, I still wish Jay well on a personal level. I don't know of if we course. can back England to go through and do anything at the tournament, but hopefully, Jay, enjoy yourself and you've got your adopted uh, nation as well. 01419511025. Let's hear from the man of the moment, shall we? We've just spent a long time talking about him. What did Billy Gilmore make of it last night? He says it was amazing and was paying tribute to the supporters. I found We found out in training um, before we travelled down. We had a slight idea. We were doing shape and set pieces. And then it wasn't until actually we were coming to the game, the last meeting, we found out the team. Um, but I never, my mum and dad uh, only knew I was starting. I texted them um, and that was it. When did you text them, Billy? Um, on, on the bus to the game. Unbelievable. <laughs> You've obviously been, been involved in such, such kind of massive games in your career already. Where does this one rank for you? Um, this one is definitely up there. So as um, playing for my country, I'm so proud um, against England as well. Wembley, it's massive. So this one's definitely up there. Yeah, we go we go back, recover, uh, fully focus in Croatia now. We know we need to we need to do to qualify from this group. So that's it. Back to hotel and start again. Hugh's just great It's yeah. just great to, to hear from him The first two games We spent Endless hours Speculating over Who might play And the, the case of Billy Gilmore In particular On Tuesday I think we know already What the team will be And it will include Billy Gilmore And it will be The 11 who started at Wembley I think Who will start mm-hmm. against Croatia Mark, in the first half last night, Billy Gilmore attempted 20 passes, completed every single one of them, mm-hmm. 100% cash pass completion in the first half, and just to make it even better, I'm reliably informed that pundits like Lee Dixon down south were saying that the game was passing him by a little bit and he physically was off it, I mean... That, that just makes it even better yeah. Good, keep that coming Yeah, that's an instant dismissal <laughs> for comments like that Um you know, he just makes a game look so simple in such a crowded area of the pitch. Uh, for somebody so young in a frantic environment, you know, his touch is so assured. And, you know, he wasn't just passing it for the sake of passing it back. You know, some of those ones were, were forward. I remember he pulled one at the air, half volley, on the half volley, straight through to McGinn. Um, you know, so impressive. Um, he was perfect and, for us last night, Martin, in the yeah. sense that... You know, we get labelled from the Czechoslovakia um, manager on Monday. Czechoslovakia? Yeah, Czech, Wait, Czech, a time Republic. Republic. <laughs> Czech, Czech Republic, sorry. Oh. Uh, manager labelling us as a high ball team. We needed somebody that was going to be brave. Now, I think one of the highlights for me last night, I think it was McTominay, it plays a ball into him and there's a midfield player right beside him. But he takes it so comfortably. And it allows us to keep the ball and pass the ball. Mm. I thought that game last night for a guy with the talent of Billy Gilmore was tailor made. I just I, I didn't hear a single word after Czechoslovakia. Yeah, I meant <laughs> because to I was I was a bit worried because you're meant to be giving me a lift home and I didn't know you had brought the DeLorean with you and pulled out the front. <laughs> I'm from I, the old school. I, I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised didn't see the Republic of Czech. <laughs> uh, no, but but it is, it is true. James and Balak, what stood out for you last night? Yeah, I thought it was uh, fantastic um, last night watching it. Um, f- from Monday night, 
and all the negativity you're hearing about how trapped the football team were and they didn't show eh, like you know, they didn't show any like fire in their bellies, but last night just showed I've showed everybody up that was a doubter. Um and I, I thought they played fantastic. Uh, my point is um, I don't I don't understand why they're not giving or certainly the manager's not giving young um Patterson uh, a, a shot. Um obviously I can understand part of the re- maybe the reason. Obviously he's uh, still a bit young, but I think that young man would be would be uh, an ultimate force with uh, young Billy Gilmer. Um and young Billy G- G- Gilmer showed uh, he's been brilliant, you know. But I mean James Stephen O'Donnell, everyone's talking about how he, he couldn't really have done more last night. So, how does that end in Nathan Patterson playing? No, I just think I just think the young man, the way the young man's come on through Rangers, uh, and I'm not saying obviously I'm a Rangers fan, but I'm not being biased or anything like that. But I just think the young guy's he's, he's, he showed uh, a lot of improvement uh, over the last uh, while, uh, and I just think the young guy should really get a chance to to shine. I know he's been picked for the Scotland team, so. Why can they not let him have a go, have a last five minutes on the pitch or, or whatever it may be? We just give him a, give him a crack at it. Uh, but yeah, the whole team, the whole team were flawless last night. Uh, the whole team were absolutely fantastic, and it was good to get into work this morning with a smile on my face. You know, and people know having doubts and and, and dishing the team. You know, everybody we, were, we spoke, we were talking to you about the football. It was all positive, and it was all. A, a buzz, a really good buzz about the place, you know, and it was it was good fun actually actually hearing uh, the Scotland team are actually I suppose I mean they put they put England back into their box I think last night. Earlier, earlier in the programme when Steve Clark was speaking, he said of Billy Gilmer it was important how he, the manager, managed Billy Gilmer and his progression with the national team. The same applies to Nathan Patterson. You know, he did get on against the Netherlands and he was absolutely terrific against the Netherlands. But Stevie Clark has to was pick... It Luxembourg? Luxembourg. Luxembourg, Luxembourg yeah. Has to pick the right moment. Uh, and th- there is absolutely no doubt that Nathan Patterson will be an established Scottish international for the next 10 to 15 years. No doubt. Because he's that good. But it's unfair to go on about him when... Steve Nadal comes back so strongly after a disappointing day for him against the Czech Republic and having had such an outstanding game it's unfair to then hear people say aye but Patterson should have played I think every game that goes by that Patterson doesn't play the pressure grows on the young boy because there's all these calls for him to play in front of a, a player who has Steve Nadal got 19-20 caps just now who helped us to the tournament and we're expecting the world from Nathan Parson. I think Nathan Parson's a very, very good young player. Huge potential in him with you. He probably will be Scotland right back for years to come. But when James is saying, give him a shot on the pitch for five minutes. The swing's yeah, one, isn't it? It's like Charlie Swing sure, shout. Sure. You know, we're at the Euros here. There's lots to play. Everybody's desperate to blood mm. young talent through. A new era for us. An exciting era. But you don't just throw boys on for the sake of it. There is a job you've got to, be to done tr- here. You've got to trust Steve Clark in this one. You, you, you know, people I, I kind, can add... Sorry, Gordon, I was going to say, because I kind of got the the debate in the last few days as we build up to England. Mm. Can we, is Nathan Patterson going to come in? We're not going to be having... Are we still going to have that debate between now no, and No, no, I don't Tuesday? know. I don't know it's a stick on certainty, and so he should be. I'd be very disappointed if he wasn't in the team. 
But I think I'm going back to what my point was. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to trust the, the coach. Steve Clark's a very experienced manager, stroke coach, whatever you want to call him. He knows the game inside out. He knows his players. He knows when it's time. Now, people can argue, should Gilmore have been in Monday? Would that made such a difference? Well, no, he kept him for the right game for me. Mm. And, it sh- and it showed last night because he got man of the match. He put him in at the right moment and Gilmore produced. I'll be the same with Patterson. Clark will know when it's time for Patterson to get in there. It's also important that we don't Pick out the, you know the the for good or bad these examples and then like we said earlier the narrative sets in and it uh-huh. becomes a big deal and all of a sudden everyone's obsessed about whether Nathan Patterson will or won't play then the scrutiny comes on Stephen O'Donnell David Turnbull is the young player of the year in Scotland hasn't had a single minute at the Euros uh-huh. but but fine that you know that's just the way it is we've got a good team we've got a good squad everyone's going to have to compete yeah. James Forrest has won all, everything in Scotland and and lots of times over. Didn't get on the pitch last night Will he play against Croatia Who knows Ryan Fraser The, the list goes on we, we just we just can't play everyone And we can't keep Obsessing over Particular examples And that seems to be one of them I think the majority Are behind The manager And, and the players And to be fair So is James he's not, he's not saying he's not You know But Club bias Continually Persistently Gets in the way there are, there are those, Is that not a little bit unfair though no, because There, are, there you, are those for example Gordon Who still harp on about Why is Lee Griffiths not in the squad When he hasn't had a game for Celtic All season long Yeah but that, that, it, that can be just a, an opinion held in good faith You're not a leading member of the Rangers supporters club But you would have started Nathan Patterson a couple of games ago Yeah I did say that uh, But The manager Has to be given the right to manage And he's managed the Billy Gilmer situation very well and I do think that Rangers have a problem here with regard to Patterson because he is an outstanding well, a nice player. Yeah, of course, a nice problem. But uh, you know, I would ask James as a Rangers supporter, why does he think he believes that Patterson should be in the Scotland team? Why does James think he's not in the Rangers team every week? Well, I'll, I'll let James answer that for James. Yeah, I, I, I totally get your, your point here. Um, I know there's, 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 there is good players in every squad, Rangers, Celtic or wherever. Um, and I just think young Patterson obviously has been picked to go along with uh, the Scotland side uh, and hoping that he would maybe get a crack at it, a crack at the whip, you know. And, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that, you know, he's, he's better than O'Donnell or he's better than anybody else. I'm just thinking that, you know, and I can see where Steve Clark has probably maybe shielded him a little bit. Maybe he's, that arena in uh, Wembley might just been a wee bit too big for him. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, on the Rangers point though, you you can be just in in theory, you can be Rangers best, you can be Scotland's best right back without being Rangers best right back. The, the, the two don't have to cross over. No, no, no. But uh, I do think that a, a talent the size of Patterson, hmm. Rangers are, are going to have to do something to. Well, it's going to be interesting to watch this, next season yeah, for sure how it's you managed. Said, you said it's a nice problem, hmm. and it is. But you have to find a way to accommodate this nice problem. Uh, thank you James In Balak 01419511025 We're going to hear from Braveheart next Colin Hendry The man the l- <laughs> McTominay shouldn't he play no, lo- no longer the last man To lead us out At a major tournament Andy Robertson's Taking the accolade off And we'll catch up With Colin Hendry next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL in the studio. One solitary Scotland cap between them. So we're going to have to we're going to have yes. to up that. We're going to have to boost that number. Oh. And I'm delighted to say Braveheart himself, Colin Hendry, joins us on the show. How's it going, Colin? Uh, excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm back in the northwest of England, having travelled back from London this morning, um, and I am really very optimistic now in relation to a situation which is a bit different from a day but ago. We saw the look on your face at Drygate, Colin, when the, the England rivalry came up and you were telling us all about how you play for your football team and all your pals were giving you it tight and winding you up. Have you just been going round everyone since you got back home reminding them of what happened last night? Oh, well, listen, I, did, I, I sent a tweet out earlier on today. I just said that a lot of the... Uh, there's an English percentage who's a bit bitter in relation to us beating England last night 0-0. <laughs> so... so so from from that point, there is a lot of fans, English fans out there who have said, listen, Cole, you, you've more than deserved it, but there's some just can't handle it. And it's like, oh, this is your cup final, that was your cup final, and you've you've only got the one point to show for it. And listen, we know we're going to beat Croatia on Tuesday anyway. We, we, we know at some point within the two games, either England or Croatia, we're going to have to win one of the, the games. We knew, we knew that. But what it does do is now, from... Uh, from Monday's result until Friday yesterday, there is now a momentum with us that wasn't with us after Monday. So last Monday, Monday morning, Sunday, we were preparing, trying to pick a team for Monday against the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. We all got it wrong. Steve Clark picked his team. We got beat, and of course, it's 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 a negative sense of anticipation coming into the game against England. From winning or for, for for getting through to the next round in the tournament, the game on Friday night last night took care of, took care of itself because it's a derby. It's it's your old enemy. It's our enemy. It's it's a game that nobody needs getting up for. But now since the game, there's an optimism, and that'll continue all the way through to Tuesday night. And we know exactly what we've got to do. We've got to go and beat Croatia on Tuesday evening. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we were all quite flat leaving Drygate on Monday. It, it didn't go the way we wanted it to. So what did you make of the response that the players gave last night? Well, I think, I mean, it was great to see that Billy Gilmore, he started. I mean, I, I, I had selected him for the previous game. but And we knew between the lot of us that all our different selections that players weren't going to get selected. Nathan Patterson, for example, instead of... Um, Stephen O'Donnell and stuff like that but now having played what we've done last night and the players that have played you've got to you've got to take your hat off to virtually every one of them um, it's just a pray we didn't win the game that was, that was that's the <laughs> and that's me just being even more greedy than what I than what I should maybe be but I think it's a, a little bit we're okay we're okay we, we know what we've got to do on, on Tuesday against Croatia but last night was yeah, mm-hmm. to a, to a man, I'm sure you're going to pick a couple out to, 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 for me to talk about. But to a man, they were exceptional. Yeah, go on then. Uh, the theme, one of the themes from today has been Stephen O'Donnell because he got a lot of criticism after Monday, and now a lot of people have been saying that that was unfair to begin with. Then he goes and delivers that last night. What did you make of that that storyline? Well, when I was up there last weekend with you guys, Monday, Sunday and Monday. Uh, and Stephen O'Donnell, who I don't know personally, and and and, and although a lot of the guys there, Mark or Gordon or Hugh, even he said, you know, he's he's not too forthcoming in his own belief, and and him having enough about him to put himself forward. Well, on the back of the game on the Monday, 
Steve Clark turned around and said that the then you watch the game, he's been criticised, he's done his job, he's defended, he's done this, that and the next thing. And then he produces a performance like that. I mean, Steve, uh, Steve Clark had to select him on the back of saying that from Monday because you wouldn't have expected Nathan Patterson to start. But he then turns on a performance like that. Jack Grealish comes off the bench and he sticks him in the air after about five or six minutes. And you think, you know what? Every credit to the lad. You know, every credit to the lad and, what he, and how he's performed and what, he's, what, what he did last night. Now, we need to tap into your area of expertise here. Grant Hanley, you spoke about knowing him well. From his time at Blackburn How good was he last night? Well I've, Listen See People talk about How great Harry Kane is So If you're going to If you're going to make out How great a footballer he is And he's worth Whatever hundreds of millions of pounds He's worth For a player to do What they did What they did to him last night Is of an ex- Exceptional calibre um, Maybe his time has come, Grant Hanley, now because he wasn't even guaranteed. You know, look at the competition with Cooper and McKenna and Jack Henry as well. You've got players in there that are all vying for that position. But my goodness, did he do well or not? Did he do well or not? I mean, he actually he did everything right defensively. This is the thing that I noticed last night about Grant is that he was always on the right side of the danger. You know, in the past, sometimes he'd be a little bit rash. He'd be a little bit rash at diving in. He'd often dive in with the right with the wrong leg in relation to where the ball would be. He still got that trait. He'll still try and tackle with the outside of his right leg onto the right hand side instead of coming round with your left to make the tackle. Albeit you can't just tackle as easily these days with it with the laws having been adjusted and changed. But these are a lot of things that Grant will probably never ever get rid of. But my goodness me, how well did he play last night? And I mean Harry Kane just didn't get a kick. Now, the thing we loved about having you on, Colin, the last uh, couple of, of shows at the start of the week, you've got high standards. You're a tough man to please, and the guys are desperate to know if you're finally having Scott McTominay in the back three. Did he do <laughs> enough for you last night? I, I, I get. I, I, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm on. Oh, no, I mean, the first four minutes, five minutes last night, you got caught with the ball. <laughs> oh, once, once, Colin. Listen, I'm being, I'm being really, really critical. You know, I know the guys are there, like thinking, how well did he play? Listen, my son Callum came back with me in the train, and my other son Callum they said, "Jamie on the left hand side of Grant, McTominay on the right." That Grant might not have played as well without these two. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. I buy into it. For a central defender, you are the last line, then you're into the goalkeeper. You cannot make a mistake like that at any given point. So, so Colin, hold point. on. You've had a fantastic career and a massive... You're a big hero of mine. I've got to say, you're up my wall. Are you telling me throughout your career, all the games you've played, you didn't make a mistake? Yeah, no. Listen, I have. Oh, right. and, <laughs> but, but what I would do is, if anybody was to criticise for me, I'd take it on the chin. I'd go, you know what? Listen, he's playing at a position... Scott McTominay, he, he's um, he's he's a, he's he's a position. For, he's a he's a midfielder. Yeah, but oh, but Colin, hold on, hold on. We go to Wembley last night, right? And you've just yep. mentioned hundreds of millions of Kane. You get Sterling, you get Foden, you get Mount. You've got all these guys. What did we get last night? A clean sheet. Oh yeah, listen, absolutely. No, I'm with I'm with it or not. Every regard. I was just that the questions put to me. Am I having stuck Scott McTominay at centre half? What, no, about, what, about, what about Tuesday? Ten and a half Tuesday, or would you move him? Yeah, well, he's going, to, he's going to play on Tuesday now, isn't he? He's going to play because you cannot mm. cannot really change that formation now. How well they've done last night, you cannot do that. All I'm saying is that 
that's part of the learning curve if you're going to play that position long term. And he probably isn't. He's not going to play that position long term. But if he's a, if he can adjust to that position when he comes with the national with the national team of Scotland, then we get that. We'll understand that. But that is a risk. That was a risk. And that when that happened last night, I'm not saying that England aren't clinical. They weren't clinical last night. But it could have so easily have been a problem right at the beginning of the game. Did you end up going to the game, Colin? You were telling us off air you had a couple of tickets. You were going to maybe give them to your sons, and you were just going to find alternative plans. How did it pan out? Um, I got to the game. Lovely. I got a ticket via someone in a in a, in a uh, another radio station in Glasgow. The two tickets I got went to my boys. They were they were in the posh seats. And I was with the I was with the Tartan Army upstairs singing and shouting and screaming, tackling the guys next to me, and I've elbowed a couple as well as I think at the same time. But hey ho, that's what you do if you're going to stand next to me. Now you see, I don't want a seat beside Colin on Tuesday because this is this is I had Caldwell on one side of me the last time and Colin Henry the other side of me, and Gary's got finesse, so I was always a bit rushed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that. But I am going to Google Keith. Before I see you on Tuesday Because you said to me Tell me a story about Keith And I said I don't know any Apart from the fact That you were born there But I'm going to Google Keith And we'll discuss Keith on Tuesday Perfect Good man Brilliant Thank you Colin Hendry For joining us on the line 01419511025 What are you thinking? The dust is now definitely settling Some of the emotion Will be starting to to subside Maybe the headache's clearing up I don't know Maybe it's setting in even more 01419511025 And we'll take your call next Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final hour of today's show We decided a nice long Saturday afternoon We're always here generally on a Saturday afternoon But usually we've got Full fixture cards to talk about But you know what It's been a big week at the Euros We thought we'd look back on it all It's a nice kind of midpoint for us As we then look forward as well To see what's going to happen In the coming days The first game of the day at the Euros Finished in a one-all draw Between France and Hungary Now two of the heavyweights are on Portugal up against Germany How do you see this one going? Oh well watching Germany the other day oh, they, they weren't that impressive If I'm honest at Albeit up against France, Portugal Sticky one against Hungary But, you know, scored three I think Portugal will Or should have enough To win this Portugal one never, be, write, yeah. never write off the Germans uh, In any tournament Did you not say earlier on Germany uh, are hopeless I thought they were poor as Germany have just up. taken the lead yeah, <laughs> 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 Thank you Thank you very much Germany oh, Portugal no, no. <laughs> Germany won Four and a half minutes On the clock Oh, oh no oh, Yes Get the old VAR Is there a VAR uh, check uh, Oh Ronaldo's up. Applying major oh, pressure uh, To the yeah. ref It's yeah. not like It's not like Pepe And Ronaldo To have a word with the referee Is it mm. Hold on uh, right, we're going to see it again. So it was a ball worked out to this right hand oh, side. Oh, actually hand. broke it. Well, you don't, you won't get it for that. I think that's. What... He's not offside at the back post. He's not offside at the back post. It's a, it's think... a terrific finish, by it's the way. Great... I think it's counts. this handball here. Oh, you're not going to get that because it has no, to be the immediate. Miller. Yes. Now they've changed it, haven't they? They tweaked it, and it has to be in the goal. You know, the, the player who scores the goal. Now it doesn't get taken back right, quite as far that. as it used to. And Miller wasn't. Miller was 30 yards from goal And then it got played forward Then crossed in yeah. Have I misunderstood The tweak that they made I thought that was be, That would be fine now I don't think you can take that Anyway like I was saying Germany like to win this one well. <laughs> Yeah oh, he's, he's, No he's not given that No Wow So oh. Portugal favourites Once again 
Yeah, uh, that's that's that interesting. That VAR kills me. You would have to say Ronaldo during the week uh, against Hungary became the highest goal scorer ever in the history of this particular competition. And you know, he, people occasionally make fun of him because he's a bit of a poser and all the rest of it. <sighs> but what a football player he is! And he's the reason why I think eventually today Portugal will beat Germany. Mm. See, this is this is the cutting edge stuff that you come here for. We all can confirm we've analysed it, we've debated it, and Cristiano Ronaldo is good at football, Gordon. That's that's the conclusion we've reached. <laughs> I, th- I think he's better than good. Right? He's okay. Absolutely. Up, up a little bit. Oh yeah, top player. And he loves water. We established uh, uh, that this week. Yeah, mm. um, but Do you like John McGinn coming in. That was brilliant I think, I think Ronaldo's yeah. earned the right To have a little bit of a swagger You, you, know? yeah, you course, swagger yeah. in and out of this building After a couple of wins and beat the pundit uh, Yeah <laughs> And you swaggered out of the dry gate last night <laughs> uh, But that was for a different reason uh, But I think that Ronaldo just deserves Every single thing you can get Gordon can I say hello to a wee Emily Age 10 that's listening to the show She absolutely loves you, Hugh and Mark But I'm her favourite Alright oh, okay yeah well <laughs> Thanks done. Emily Hi Emily hope you're enjoying the show Uh <laughs> Right. It's Portugal now. <laughs> he, he occasionally just has Germany these random shout outs to people. I'm but good. What I'm, are you getting I'm, out of this? I'm the new Bowie. Must be something free. You're getting out of this. He lives a strange existence. Listen, are you big in the noon? Because I am. No, Helmsborough, you're big. No, oh, yeah, Jay. Jay. Yeah. yeah, you're I'm, very popular. I'm, I'm big in the noon. You're very popular. David Lees is on Twitter. Hate to be that guy after last night, but everyone got past marks apart from Lyndon Dykes. Can't play on Tuesday for me. Oh. Well, in the opening five seconds, he, he certainly had an impact right away. You're not going to play him for uh, Neil no, Shaw, but, but yeah. after that, I thought he had a, a, good, well a good first half. I thought he, he let Stones and Mings know they were in a game. He won a number of flick ons. I don't think anybody expects him to be the next Ronaldo, but I think he plays his role. Well for us I think he plays his part in the team Mark um, The one thing I'd like to see him doing on Tuesday Is putting the ball in the back of the net That's what he's there for For, for, as, long, for as long as he is in the Scotland team He will be that guy That some will love And some will not like And he will have good games And he'll have bad games He's not top drawer striker it wasn't a bad game though was it last night? No no no, no. But we have <laughs> Unbelievable talent In Tierney, Robertson, McTominay, Gilmer It's when we get up front That mm. we, we don't have a player of that calibre well, can't can't let, Tuesday and leave anybody out of that team let, let, Let's bring Stevie from Gara Hill in Because he's on, along a similar theme Stevie, what's your point for the guys tonight? Ah, oh, how you doing? Uh, well, what I'd say, how's he doing? How are you going, lads? Yeah, good, thanks um, Dazzler, that knows that you should get into the Ivox Hall of Fame for the two goals you scored One against Celtic at Bargate And the other one in the League Cup final But uh, my bo- point of view bo- is just bo- bo- there. Is That's a good to... point Has anyone ever donated their nose To like medical research <laughs> after but, but, but do you know what really annoys me They don't give you any credit It was a no, bullet He's, that's bullet what he's, he's giving you credit he's, He thinks you should be Hall of Fame What's my nose got to do with this? Because it came off your nose No it did, it did. I, The one against Celtic Gordon, did Unfortunately it was me If it came off my nose It would have burst in it let me just say that I don't yeah, still yeah, your, your nose helped propel right, you Like Concord Deirdre I don't think there's any reason <laughs> I was about that. to ask could we, You know we kick off Random topics on a Saturday What what would be the other Great nose in Scottish football then What are the other great noses oh. In Scottish football But I don't I don't know what I'm about 
I don't know Tommy where that one Gable. might go Tommy, Tommy Gable, Gable had a yeah. magnificent Duke of Montrose Hey <laughs> I'm actually here boys I'm standing next to you That's in the it. same we're, studio We're trying to tell you that it's not that outrageous And there's Scottish football has got loads of them No? Okay uh, Stevie sorry What did you make of last night? looking at? Nebola Wish you well Your new baby as well um, What I will say to you lads is um, We're getting carried away here Right well, We've got a point against England We haven't scored a goal We have not scored a goal So we're facing Croatia we went to Was it The final What did they go to The semi-finals or whatever? Oh the final The final And we're facing Croatia At Hamden Right on Tuesday We have not scored a goal So I'm, 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 I've got the paper I just flew off my, my legs here There's about 10 pages All about Scotland Drawing nothing each Nothing each With England Listen We only get a point We didn't score a goal that's 180 minutes without scoring a goal. See, be fair, Steve, everybody said that. The guys have all said, you know, that they're a bit concerned at the way we are in front of goal. But the, the, see if we drew three each, right? If we drew three each at Wembley last night, we'd get the point. And yeah, we'd have, we would have scored three times. But then you could come on and say, oh, we've conceded three goals. We look so open at the back. But we kept a clean sheet. We went to Wembley. They are one of the favourites for the tournament. We are ranked 44th in the world. We had been battered last night. So, of course, everyone expects that. That you know we would prefer to score, but I'm not sure. You not being a little bit unfair? No, I don't think so because uh, we're getting carried away again. As usual, Scotland. I've watched Scotland in final since 1974 when I was a wee boy. Great, the greatest team I've ever seen. Finished uh, without uh, getting beat, and I thought they were fantastic that year. Billy Brenner, Dennis Laws, Peter Lorimer, Jordans, Dalglishes, you name it. 78, don't get me wrong, still a bit of class in the class, uh, class in the team, you know. But we're getting carried away here. Cause I was listening to you all last week, and I'm going, wait a minute, hold on here. Hugh, Mark, Dazzler, and uh, Davey Weir and all that have been on your show. And I'm going, wait a minute. Well, if you cannot be up for this tournament after a 20-year gap from playing in the major finals, then when can you be up for anything? And... Yes, you're correct, factually correct We have not scored a goal However, we are 90 minutes away from doing what the team of 74, 78, 82, 86 uh, And uh, 98 could not do And that's get out of the group stages So yes, you're factually correct No goal has been scored In order to get to the knockout stages We will have to score a goal and that is also factually correct. However, we're 90 minutes away from doing what has not been done before. Surely, we are allowed to be optimistic, allowed to be cheerful. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I was going to say. Stevie, do you get optimistic or excited <laughs> about anything? Because we're all aware our failures in the past and not getting out the group. And this might well be the same. I may, Dad says it earlier, it may have been over and done with just now when we're standing here if it wasn't for that positive result last night. So we have a chance on Tuesday. Yes, we haven't scored a goal, but we've created so many chances, so many opportunities. Now, you could see that as a negative. Of course you can, but you see it as a positive that we've created enough to be optimistic that one of these chances mm -hmm. have got to go in and let's hope it's Tuesday. And this is the thing, you know, 
Stevie's got it down as being a Scottish trait that we get carried away. I think the far more dominant Scottish trait is that we're doing about everything, clearly. Mm-hmm. You know, and whilst we haven't scored, as I said there, so did, are we not taking any positives from keeping that attack at bay and getting a clean sheet? I, I'm taking 100% positives because it keeps us in the tournament and gives us a great opportunity of qualifying on Tuesday. Uh, a bit concerning, um, but. And by the way, no, no one disagrees with yeah, that. We what, need to find the back of the net at some the, point. What the plus is, Gordon, I think we're creating chances that we can score. If we weren't creating any chances in these last two games, then I'd be really concerned. But we've still got an opportunity. Put the ball in the back of the net on Tuesday. Makes all the difference. And, and look at England, for example. The the talent they have in their squad. They've scored one. They've scored one, yeah. One goal they've mm-hmm. scored with all the multi-million pounds. Yeah. Do you know what we need? To discover a oh, Scottish Ronaldo. grandparent from Madeira for Cristiano Ronaldo. He's just scored again. Portugal won, yep. Germany nil. It's a tap in. Who cares? He's, he's, he scores all types. Is this one going to be ruled out oh, as well? Probably. The camera on the ref for? Um, I tell you what, what a counter attack it is from Portugal. It's a Germany corner, one header look out the, to the right hand side. The determination of Ronaldo, Gordon. Oh, he's a mile off. Oh, he's miles on side. He's mile off. Oh, who? Ronaldo. No, obviously the ball doesn't go to him at first. Well, he's off now. Is this guy kidding me? Is he watching the same television <laughs> picture as me? That's not offside, is it? No, I don't think so. No, no. but uh, listen, I'm never sure these days no, when it comes well, to VR. Oh, hold on, but he made the run. Yeah, but the ball didn't go to him. Look, yeah. the ball, the ball goes out wide first. Then he's talking about that one. Does no, I'll, no. Tell, I'll tell you what. How much respect does Ronaldo have in his teammates? Because any other guy. With a blasted down in the back of the net, he just squeezes no, it to no, no, not everyone's as selfish oh, as you. I thought no, that was the right he's, decision. He's front, he goes six yards out. But Ronaldo, you've got to give him all his determination, Gordon, f- to get on the end of that mm. was incredible. It's the race for the golden boots heating up. So, what we got three for Ronaldo, three for Lukaku, three for Sheik, who yeah. scored two against Scotland. I'm yeah. going for Lukaku. Long way back for Harry Kane now, you have to say. I know he would have been right up there in the. Well, he's, not, he's hardly had a chance, has he? Never mind a goal in, in the tournament And that's, you know, relating back to us mm. Not scoring a goal England are the same International football mm. is difficult to how, create How clinical chances. was that from Portugal? Because Germany and uh, their coach is on Sniffing his hand again <laughs> <Yeah>. but Dad <laughs> likes that, don't you? <laughs> you, you, you I will eat my dinner tonight You told me you were going to start doing that during Beat the Pundit no, You he, said that to me he, during the last on, break Honestly, he, he needs to sanitise his hand <laughs> That's guy he, he did really, really disgust me <laughs> oh. um, But yeah, Germany have started brilliantly Scored yeah. a goal, that got ruled out It was one-way traffic They had a corner one header from Portugal One run up the right Swift counter attack Into Ronaldo Goal yeah, See before the tournament You forget how many good players Portugal actually have Until you see them You know You, you automatically just go straight mm-hmm. to Ronaldo And oh Can the others fill in round about him But see when you see their team A strong strong side And you know That counter attack there The pace they've got in it The passing ability And then the main man up front Who tucks him away um, Gar is sticking up for you To be fair on Twitter <laughs> Gar he I thinks like you, you've had a bit of a tough time He says Gar Gar I think G-A-R I'm not really sure how else Do you want Gar. me to say that I don't know I, I like Gar It's, a, G- it's an unusual name It says everyone's slagging Dazzler For his nose It says But it, it must be great To wake up in the morning And smell the coffee in Brazil <laughs> <laughs> Well done Gar I've not heard that one before eh? <laughs> Go on Gar oh, yeah. Gar uh-huh. He's forgotten oh. the last letter On his name there I'm sure When he's typed that 
Oh dear. I mean, Hugh, but so th- this show can be uh, divided enough, right? We're, we're uh-huh. all very tribal and set in our ways without without having to bring politics into it and mention oh, the first no. minister, right? So, um, but but let let's just for for one second, let's just take it on a football. Basis, right? I, I, I don't need this to be analysed any more than than what it deserves. I just found it interesting more than anything that uh, that Stephen O'Donnell interview yeah. has now been retweeted by the first minister half an hour ago, and it's already got fifteen hundred likes on on her tweet, saying that this team's got so many role models who inspire the next generation on and off the pitch, and Stephen O'Donnell is one of them. This is so articulate on dealing with pressure. The importance of self-belief And having the support of those around you So the interview that we were talking about earlier Where he admits that it's been a really tough week And he knows he wasn't at his best And he's so glad the manager stood by him And all the rest of it It's got about 420,000 views already And it's getting praise from football fans From players From English media From politicians It's, It's struck a chord I repeat in the 21st century way of looking at the world, Stephen O'Donnell will go for the most criticised man on Monday to the most praised and respected man today, Saturday. On Tuesday, like everyone else, he will start with a blank sheet of paper and the Dazzler made the pertinent point that on Monday, against mm. the, the, the Czech Republic, uh, John McGinn didn't have a great game. Scott McTominay didn't have a great game. But only one person was singled out And that person was Stephen O'Donnell And he has answered the critics In a glorious fashion At Wembley Now he goes back to that same Clean sheet of paper That everyone will have On Tuesday when we play Croatia I think it's sustainable though To be that that knee jerk at, at what point do you accept then That a footballer might just have a bad game And it, it doesn't have to be An overall representation Which you know, which, which sums up the career uh, Because like I said there, there are numerous players in the Scotland team Who might just have a bad game But because of where they're at It won't lead to the same scrutiny It won't lead to the same criticism At, at what point do, do we accept it? On Tuesday Stephen O'Donnell Might just not have A brilliant game oh. But that doesn't mean That he's cost us The tournament It doesn't mean That Stevie Clark Was wrong to play him Because it seems then If that's the case People are just Only willing to remember The bad ones And forget the good ones That can't be How do we sustain that? Well Again going back To the modern day World <laughs> argument People always say Sir Alec Ferguson Got five years At Old Trafford And won nothing And look what happened then And that is perfectly true Now you you wouldn't get five months. Uh, look at the number of managers in our Premiership who lost their job in the season gone by. Look at the carry on that followed uh, Celtic defeats for Neil Lennon. Uh, all of the things that go on now, people react in a far more demonstrative way now. They want success yesterday, and one game is enough to get you slaughtered. On social media And in newspaper columns But Stephen Mm. O'Donnell's been there He's had the criticism He's answered it And Mm. on Tuesday Everyone In that Mm. team The starting 11 Has a blank sheet of paper Still think that's my point though There are numerous players In the Scotland squad Who if they have a bad game On Tuesday Won't get slaughtered On social media And won't get slaughtered In newspaper columns One bad game Is only doing for certain people If it suits other certain people Absolutely Part of Stephen's problem 
is that he's not a McGinn or a Robertson or a McTominay from England's Premiership. He's from Scotland's Premier League. He is not from Celtic or Rangers in Scotland's Premiership. He is from Motherwell. Uh, so he has that going for him as well. It's a form of elitism. People think he's only Stephen O'Donnell. He only plays for Motherwell. He used to play for Kilmarnock. He used to be at Luton Town. Uh, and they don't see him coming from the same category as McTominay, McGinn, Robertson, Tierney, etc. Ronaldo is absolutely mm. at it here. What, yeah. How would we even describe that? So he flicks it over Rudiger's head and, and starts kind of acting as if Rudiger's not there. He then, you've, you've heard of a no-look pass where you look the other way and pass it in the opposite direction, but this was an, a no-look Flick back heel volley. volley or something along those lines, Mark. Incredible. I've not done that justice. Have yeah, I? you you think you only see Ronaldo perhaps doing this against you know teams lower down the ranks, but he's doing this against a top Germany side, top players. You know he's he's in the mood this tournament. You think he'd be tailing off when he gets to this stage of his career? What is he thirty five? Something like that. Thirty five, thirty five, thirty six. Oh, he's incredible. Uh, 01419511025 We'll speak to Brendan next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Are here Remember every caller Who gets onto the show During these Euros Goes into the hat To win a retro Scotland top Thanks to Greaves Sports Brendan will be joining All the other callers from today What are you taking away From last night Brendan? Uh, first of all, um, Gordon, you said in 94 that if that ball came off your nose, it'd burst the net. If it came off your nose, it'd burst the ball. <laughs> oh, very good, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee uh, your name will not be getting pulled out of that hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, last night was just fantastic. It was just, it was brilliant. I had my mates around that. I've actually tweeted a picture, guys, in my back garden. I put like a wall of fame along the fence. Um, we were just Scotland, just iconic Scotland players. Um, Guys, round there was was seven or eight is round. We don't get to watch games together because we all support different teams. With Celtic fans there, with a Man City fan there, even a Clyde Bank fan uh, there, a few. Um, so it was great. We all got together. We loved it. Half time with a, a a penalty shootout. We are we are off foot. You know, we are weakest foot. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. You know, and for the guys that are coming on and criticising guys like Lyndon Dykes. You know, He's no my cup of tea, but the big guy's got limited ability, and he's done the best to his ability. He mixed up with, with the centre halves, and you're hoping that maybe a wee knockdown, McGinn's going to go on the end of it, or Armstrong comes on, or Chief Adam, somebody's going to pick up on a scrap. You know, you know, I, I can't believe anybody can criticise any player for last night. And the guy that was on on Monday who said that Steve Clark's had been sacked mid tournament, I hope he's sitting in these words tonight. You know, because Steve Clark done a good job. You know, so. I just, uh, I think it's a good, a good feel, feel, feel good factor, and we move on to Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, you don't really get a performance and result like that without everybody being at it. Yeah, Hugh, of course we wanted to score, and we, we should have been more clinical. Lyndon Dykes was a a big part of us qualifying in the first place. Uh, Brendan's absolutely correct. He's not Brendan's cup of tea. He's not everyone's cup of tea. But he and Adams are doing an honest shift there, and there are some people who I think in the current climate are negative for negativity's sake. They have to find one loophole somewhere. 
Uh, and again, Brendan makes the point correctly that people were annoyed with Steve Clark after the Czech Republic game. Uh, he didn't pick the right team, they said. And he's too conservative, they said. Too cautious. Uh, and last night, he contradicted all of those arguments. Are we wasting our time by saying, look, we're in our first tournament for 23 years. All we ask is that everyone gets behind the team, not in a blind face not. kind of way, because if they're rotten, they're rotten. And we'll be the first to say it here. But some people, it's negativity for negativity's sake. And we have to be better than that. For a, for a job that the two strikers were given last night, I thought they were excellent gone. I know that um, what Brendan's saying The one thing the two strikers will want And let's be honest You're a striker there You want to score goals You want to be noticed That's what your 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 job is But last night They were a big, big part of us getting that result There's absolutely no doubt You defend from the front It's all cliche I thought the two of them worked their socks off Linked up well at times Yes, I'd like to see them hitting the back of the net But I'm sure that will come in Tuesday By the way, I've just seen the picture of Brendan's back garden It looks great, oh. right? So he's got the goals set up where he had the penalty shootout And as he said, so Scotland flags all around the top of the fence And then the the famous names, if you like, from Scottish football His own kind of wall of fame He's gone Alan Ruffin goal Oh, I yeah, met, Ruffy, met yeah. big Ruffy on okay. Thursday yeah. um, He's gone McGrain Brilliant. Goff number three Soonis number four oh. Hansen yeah. I can see McQueen Strachan Dalgleish Jordan McStay Gemmel And DL He's actually put you in Number right. 12 Well 12 uh, No he hasn't actually You're, <laughs> nowhere, right. you're nowhere near it um, But Brendan It looked like a good night And hopefully then Sets us up nicely For, for Tuesday Oh no definitely Definitely um, You know as I say uh, It was just it was just like A great feel I mean I've, I've just went And picked up dinner For the kids here And there's Scotland flags Through windows And all over the place It's just brilliant You know and it's just Long may continue Here's the here's the, the the link that you never thought you were gonna get talking about how you know how good it is the occasion. I'm sure I'm if I'm looking at the pictures and taking them incorrectly because I was with you guys, um you gave me a Scotland Euro ninety six strip yeah, after John the, Collins's after the Serbia game, didn't you? Yeah. And uh that's John Collins's strip. Where'd you get that from? He's, he's get this mystery listen, strip supplier. You won't have a chat with me after the show. Arthur Daly. Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a wonderful wonderful collector's item. I absolutely love it. It's big, so it's not something I would wear, obviously. Yeah, but keep it John's better built. I think it must even be big for him. I must say. <laughs> um, and uh, I think my gran was wearing it during the game last <laughs> night. So that just shows you how everybody was trying to get involved in the memorabilia. So I had like the sort of retro on last night. I had the current top on for for the Czech Republic game. And I'm, I'm just I've got the picture. I'm sure I've seen the picture. I'm your, sure your my gran, gran is wearing is wearing the picture. Um, that I didn't notice the strip of the, of the strip that you gave. I'm sure it is. I'm absolutely certain. Well, she'd so have, have been we warm last night. She wouldn't have been cold. Well, that's a that's a genuine. John Collins, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing to think that, you know the last person before your granny wear that. John Collins, <laughs> no, Dad's had it on. Oh, did <laughs> you have it on? <laughs> he wasted it. Oh, no, I never no you took the magic out of it then. Never. Yeah, you did the next day because remember, right? So yeah. the night we the night we the, the night we played Serbia, he had the skin tight version. I remember, he got fat oh. shamed. <laughs> <laughs> he got fat shamed Boy, all night my, long. My face was uh, red as a And and so then. Someone took pity on him and oh, I come into this. And, and yeah. for the weekend, he came in with the much bigger. He the had the baggy strip, version yeah. on. 
and that's no, the one. No, no, I come in and gave you the strip, and yeah, you said, yeah. right, put that on and put the yeah. right. Show them your physique. Show them you were fat shamed on the show. The, I was certainly fat shamed. And um, home cried that night. And and now, yeah. So now, did you? Oh, <laughs> I didn't know if I was fat shamed or it was my nose. I was I was crying <laughs> yeah, no. both. Uh, still, Portugal won. Germany nil. It's a good yep. game. This, you know, Germany are are certainly. Uh, you know, not taking us lying down. They've created a few chances, but you always fancy Portugal on the break with that that forward line they've got. The pass for the goal was at Bernardo Silva yeah. over the top. Super, oh, yeah, unreal. Yeah, to the heavyweights going at. Surprised to see France dropping points. Well, they they had incredible chances in the first half. I, I mean, even Kylian Mbappe was missing sitters. You know, you're in trouble then, and you you have to do, have the feeling that. This is not our day If Mbappe is finishing like Hugh Keevans Then <laughs> it, it's not your day hmm. Here's the thing if that, Obviously if this stays like this Then Germany End up finishing the day On lower points than us That's correct eh? They lost their first game, they lost they? Their first game yeah, yeah. Against France So they hit down zero Sli- points so. Slightly harder group But I like it ah, I like well, your, It doesn't matter Still a group So like who, your, who cares about who's in it Yeah, Your, your glass half full comparison Mm. I'm just seeing that reruns of that piece of Ronaldo skill. I, I, it was so so Rudiger comes steaming in, right? He flicks it over Rudiger's head, and he does some. Ronaldo does some sort of gesture towards the ball as it's in midair. He kind of holds his two hands out as if there's the ball, then lets it bounce, and then there's the no look. <laughs> um, do you know what? I think no, that sorry, mask you know what? is getting in the I'm, way of Rudiger. I'm doing him a disservice. He doesn't let the ball bounce. Flicks it over Rudiger's head. Holds his hands out, kind of waving at the ball almost, and before it bounces, the no look back heel flick. Just, <laughs> he's mm. at it. Honestly, did you see Rudiger the other night having a a bite? Uh, Pogba Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah He's not having the best of tournaments Channeling his inner Luis Suarez Germany oh, have equalised though Is it Kai Havertz is it? Yes The man Who finished the season Strong with Chelsea, Chelsea Scored the Champions League final Yes Scored did. the winner in the Champions League final Good finish And it is a good finish We're level You know where those hands are going yeah, From the German oh, manager yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> half time they'll have a treat Portugal <laughs> one Germany <laughs> one <laughs> Hugh Keevans doesn't want involved in this Like I'm yeah. keeping his head down He's like I'm not, oh, I'm not taking that bait Get gloves on him Goalies gloves oh, It's a great goal though <laughs> Great volley at the back post I think that's a shot mm, It's a good finish That's a straight yep, shot finish crosses, yep. Good goal yep. uh, Let's go to Fraser In the East End Hi Fraser Hiya How's it going? Uh, not too bad I'm actually quite enjoying this game It's good isn't it? It's not bad Who's yeah. going to go on and win it? I think Germany will win it yeah, they have started well. Is that actually an own goal? We've seen that back. Is that does Havertz definitely I mean, get the last touch? Because really he doesn't really celebrate. Yeah, yeah, he's not really mm. celebrating. But it doesn't matter. Send the back in eight Germany back level again. And uh, as Mark was saying, there Germany have got no points. But at this moment, they've just got a, they've just they've just bagged one. He thinks uh, I forgot about no, that. They've pulled level with us. Uh, anyway, Fraser, enough about these two wee teams. What about us last night? I was brilliant. I think. Said that your uh, manager, we have applicant friends that stay down in England, and they would think the way they were sort of unhappy. I'd put it as they'd actually get beaten fourteen 0 or something. I can't believe you've just referred to Ross, who's answering the phone today as as our manager. He's absolutely delighted. He's just been given the biggest promotion ever. But no, on a serious point, Hugh, a lot a lot of what went into last night because this is the way football works and yeah. rivalry. A lot of it went into. How England felt this was going to go. That that's yeah. 
Without going too far down memory lane from this season Why was there so much joy from the Rangers fans on this show? Because the Celtic fans thought they were going to win 10 That's yeah. the way football works And yeah. that fed into last night We're talking about uh, a history That is not just about football We're talking about the social history of the United Kingdom And when Scotland play England It is always this way that from when I was a child, the English media in the newspapers and television were exactly the same as they are now. It was always the jocks, the sweaty socks, uh, you know, the, <laughs> and how inferior we were. Even it, in the 70s, Hugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weren't they? Yeah. Well, the great names that we had, you know, yeah. and going into the 80s. Yeah. yeah, but I think of the names they had. Yeah, but also no. I don't know. Bear in mind, it never changes because we've we've got names now, right? Yeah. Even though we've not done anything, this was what was so bizarre. You saw that newspaper article from when the squad was announced. The headline: Okai the Who. Uh-huh. You know, Scott England up against kind of unknown Scotland stuff. It, it doesn't even make sense because whether you think we're good or not, don't really care. But you know who Kieran Tierney is, and you know who Andy Robertson and Scott McTominay and Billy Gilmore and Shea Adams and Stuart Armstrong and John McGinn. You, you know who they are, so. It is a cliche for them to look down their noses at us Regardless of what superstar status we may have within our squad It is also a cliche for us to celebrate wildly When England eventually fall In 1966 they did not fall and won the World Cup But since then, while we've had our own disasters They always believe that they will win the European Championship Or... The World Cup The hype Grows to an almost ludicrous degree And then The inevitable happens And up here Let's be honest We revel in it That is just the way of the world Yeah Germany have taken the lead They're really bang up for this You have to say <laughs> Oh Maybe I've not got the same points as I have to uh, it's, it's another Another own goal? Devastating Is that, is that two oh. own goals? No, they seem to be celebrating this one uh, Ronaldo's not as smart now is he? Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Hugh, you're you're right. The, the irony of us being criticised for celebrating a draw from a nation that released a commemorative DVD for getting to the World Cup semi-finals, yeah. having played the likes of Panama along the way. I mean, seriously, uh, Fraser, how does this set us up then for Tuesday? Uh, it looks as if we're going to we're going to have a good wee fight, but we'll be happy with it. I know for a fact we're going to win this one. I think we'll keep the same team now. That kind of confidence from last night. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. I think so. I mean, I always enjoyed the, the debate about who should play in the lead up oh. to a game. And actually, you know what? This is this is Clyde One Super mm-hmm. Scoreboard. There will there will be some, but it, it can't be anywhere near as ferocious as what we had in the build up to to last night. No, um, everyone liked the look of Steve Clark starting eleven, and the longer the game progressed. The more you thought these guys I mean you talk about leaving nothing on the pitch That's exactly what happened last night Everyone fought and fought Until their lungs were bursting And that's why men, women and children Were taking such pride in what they were watching Uh, And you know it's been 23 years Since there was any kind of feeling at all Because that was the last time we were in a tournament But as Gordon and everyone has agreed, everywhere you go today, people want to talk about it. People have got smiles on their faces. And yes, it was only a draw. And yes, 
we might have done better and got all three points. However, the bottom line is it has left us in a position where we are 90 minutes away from qualification for the knockout stages of a major tournament for the first time in our history. It's two own goals in this game. Yeah. Portugal mm-hmm. won Germany two, and both of Germany's goals have been scored by Portugal players past their own goalkeeper. We'll take yep. that on Tuesday. Aye, players. Yeah, 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 we'll take Germany, that. Luck with Germany that. not scored a goal yet in the tournament, any of their players, but a couple own goals have put them in the lead. Yeah, we need that. I mean, to be fair, they are. You get different types of own goals, don't you? You get you get hurt and bite. Yeah, Hummels has scored one. For, you know, against yeah. Germany in the first game. That's a howler You know he slashed it Into his own net These two are kind of ones Where Are you giving them A bit of benefit In the sense You know the strikers Right strikers there anyway and and Yeah yeah. They've, uh, they've worked them well no, The second one worse Second one worse yeah, I thought was the actually, first one it, yeah. Was difficult Because the striker Coming across But the second one Was worse yeah Yeah Jeremy right. will not complain uh, thank you Fraser I'll let him go and enjoy the game Since he's watching it With his TV volume At 94 yeah, I thought <laughs> he was in the stadium He's not found a remote control oh. Since last night 01419511025 He obviously doesn't live In a semi-detached uh. We will be back With more of your calls next time. You are the voice Of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We've just been reliving last night Basically we've had some good football Keeping us company on the TV as well Portugal won Germany too Portugal took the lead through Obviously Ronaldo uh, But they then put the ball into their own net twice And uh, Germany are leading So it is quite the game this one uh, Let's go back to the phones And speak to Brian who's in Stirling How are you Brian? Absolutely fantastic guys Good evening um, I just wanted to make a point I think it was a nine and three quarters out of ten performance last night. I really feel, honestly, that the, the tiniest wee bit disappointed we didn't win it, but absolutely super, super proud. Quickly going through the team, I thought the guys were incredible. Every single one of them were incredible. But the boy Gilmer, he was a star of the show. McGregor, out of this world. Tierney and Robertson done really everything that you could do. I, I was... A massive Scotland fan before, and I even become a bigger fan of this team. Stevie Clark, stand up, take a bow, because although we've no scored goals, and I was a bit disappointed with the boy earlier on, greeting about, oh, we've, we've no scored any goals. This is international football against some of the best players on the planet. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. England's got a great side. They have got absolutely top-class A-lister players. So for this team... To be pulled together after the disappointment in the game against the Czech Republic, to be pulled together and put in a performance the way they did, they can definitely hold their head up high. Yeah, you need a bit of everything if you're going to get through tournaments. So it remains to be seen whether we've got the quality or uh-huh. the cutting edge. We'll find that out. Did Monday to Friday show, though, that this team's got the character? Without question And it also shows That we have In Steve Clark A man Who is using All those years Of experience Gained as a player Gained as an assistant To people like Sir Bobby Robson To Jose Mourinho To Kenny Dalgleish Uh, He Has Arrived at an age Now 55-56 Where His man management is terrific He has man-managed The Gilmer situation perfectly He's man-managed O'Donnell perfectly 
uh, and he took all the criticism on his shoulders after the Czech Republic game, defended his players, kept cool, picked the right team for Wembley, and was, to my way of thinking, unrewarded because a draw was insufficient. We we we, we deserve mm. to win that match. Keep the same team for Tuesday, Brian. Yeah, I would keep the same team, guys, um, because they've proven that putting that high pressure, push, that hustle, you know, that maybe more skillful players, as I said, on the England team, maybe more seasoned professionals, but that hard mm. press, that good hard press, confident on the ball, uh, Big O'Donnell was fantastic, the middle of Big Hanley, he played his part, so playing the same game against a team that slowed up since the last World Cup final. So Croatia, they'll, they'll play a slower game. Scotland, when they're playing hustle, we will hustle this team, I think, uh, with, any bit, uh, with any bit of luck, because everybody knows that in international football you need a touch of luck. And if we would have got it last night, had it been that we slice of luck. So we get a bit of luck in front of goal against Croatia and we're through. That is all we need. We need to play the exact same game. High press, hustle, get that bit of luck in front of goal, bang, and we're looking at a, a nice sweet plum tie to get us into the, the first, as you say, in our history. Scotland, Scotland's fans need to be rewarded for their years and years of colourful, fun time, excellent um, supporting. So I pray to the football gods that we get that wee touch of luck in front of goal and we get that Tuesday. Play the same game, smash it into them. Go hard, Scotland. <laughs> I like it. Yes, but that's now, we've had a few this week. Auditioning to go down and give the team talk, I think, oh, or come yeah. up to Glasgow and give the team talk ahead of this one. Uh, was it Joanne? Yeah, Joanne the other night from East yeah. End, who, Matt mm. and Pollock last night, Brian and Sterling, they're all, they're all trying to get, get the role. They've all done well. Yeah, they certainly have. Looking at the game on Tuesday, I mean, I think when you look at the game uh, yesterday between Czech Republic and Croatia, um, I think you can clearly see the individuals Croatia have got. But when you look at that game, there wasn't much between the sides. And when you look at our game against Czech Republic, you could say the same, you know, just that bit of luck avoided us and they scored two fantastic goals. So although Croatia are World Cup finalists, very good side, I think our young players with plenty of energy about them and how they'll be feeling about themselves after going to Wembley, an incredibly hard place will to go. Will the Czech game on Monday, uh, Monday, Mark, help us? Because we went into that and I think the full nation thought we'll beat the Czechs before. First game back for 23 years We're at Hamden uh, We're going to win And maybe maybe we get caught up in it um, as, as, Will that be a learning curve Getting into Croatia Because I don't think we can get in With the same mindset Because I think you're right As much as I think that we're really positive And we've got a great opportunity Of beating them There's still a big danger here The Good news coming out of the Scotland camp today It's been such a busy show Even though it was four hours long I haven't had time to play it out But Stephen Reid did the, the media uh-huh. The assistant manager or the coach And confirmed that No no injuries at this stage We've not come through with any Which is hugely encouraging Particularly Kieran Tierney Maybe finish almost with a, a word on him Hugh Because He wasn't even fully fit last night uh-huh. That That's him Not fully fit And he was incredible Awesome uh, And I know that Kieran Tierney will play on Tuesday Whether he's 100% fit or not And he'll do so with the full permission 
of Steve Clark because he understands that Scotland are infinitely better with Tierney in the team than they are without him. We are nearly at six o'clock Saturday night. People like Brian and Sterling are getting emotional about a game that doesn't start until eight o'clock on Tuesday <laughs> night. And I think that the emotional toll that will be taken of people on Tuesday will be incredible. I've been in this movie many times. We go to the water, but we cannot drink. Sometime, it's got to be different. This time, it could be different. The core of players is there. The opportunity is there. Hamden is there. People will be there. And I think that now the country must forget about who plays for which club. They're not in their club sides. They are playing for the national team. They are representing the hopes of the children that I saw play football in the street today. That Mark Wilson went to the football pitches to play with this morning. That all over this city, all over this country, people are desperate for Scotland to beat Croatia. Yeah, that's the good thing. We're going to be able to enjoy the next couple of days, right? Because the build-up to the Euros was brilliant. We're going to have to enjoy this overall. We've not been here for so long, but the build-up was brilliant to the Czech Republic game. What a feeling. See, driving into the show on Monday afternoon, felt so proud to be there. It became a bit deflated, and actually the, the, the gap between Czech Republic and England was not that enjoyable. And then the closer we got to England, we started to feel a bit more up to it. We have a relative level of success last night, and what that's earned us as fans, as media, as onlookers, as we can enjoy from now to Tuesday Let's get bang up for it And, and hopefully it, it yeah. works out I'm enjoying every minute of it, Apart from the 90 minutes when Scotland play <laughs> That's the funny bit I love the build up to the game against the Czechs I love coming on with you guys and talking about it The 90 minutes were tense The exact same After the final whistle You enjoy the build up to the England game The 90 minutes so tense Well now I'm in an, another period That I can enjoy it Up until 8 o'clock on Tuesday where I'll be sitting next to you guys again Feeling tense But hopefully That then goes on To the following week Where we have qualified And we're looking at bigger things Possibly against the Netherlands I, I believe that may be an option Not getting ahead of ourselves But that may be an option In the next round And we've already faced them So We've got a great opportunity To, to achieve something great Yeah I do I agree with the guys I think uh, because of that terrific uh, performance last night Gordon it's kept us firmly in this championship We can all enjoy up until Tuesday And then we've got to trust in the players Because we only can sit there And cheer them on And hope for the best But it's up to players to go out and do what they done last night And get us that result Right thanks to these three for joining us Thank you for all your calls and tweets Who's out the hat for the winner of the Retro Top Thanks to Greaves Sports It is Josh and Irvin who was the first caller Hung over Heading back from Wembley (laughs) So there we are Maybe maybe that'll uh, cheer them up a little bit Now every night during the Euros We end the show with a song A Scotland song a, A new one for this tournament To get us in the mood So let's speak to Murdo, who's on the line. How's it going, Murdo? Hi there, I'm doing fine, yeah. Now, Murdo, you wrote the song St Andrew's Blue, is that correct? Yes, that's correct, yeah. I'm also known as Doc, by the way. Oh, right. He's some of my friends are known. Ah, Doc, (laughs) right. And so so, so you wrote it and someone else is, we're going to hear from someone else singing it, is that right? I don't even know the guy's name. I mean, the (laughs) thing is, it's a wee bit daft. He's actually English, which is not a good start. (laughs) Is what, is he like a session musician or something? I got it done down in an English studio So I just, I just kind of 
read up the lyrics, uh, the melody. The only place I could find that would actually do a song for me was down in England. I didn't think to say to them, could you get me a, a Scottish guy to sing it? <laughs> so when it came back up, you know, it was a guy. He's, he's, can, can I sound half American and half English, you know? Uh-huh. But you still hear the tune, you know? Ah, just, but listen, I'm, I'm I think you just got to imagine it. That's like, it. It needs a Scottish accent Kind of wrapped around it You know and I know just the man Murdo I'll get Hugh Keevans on it We can get it re-recorded How does that sound? <laughs> the ideal actually. I don't know if we can hold a tune But we'll do it anyway Thank you to Murdo Right we're back on Monday night 6 to 8 Your usual Super Scoreboard Fair Looking forward to that one In the meantime I'm going to leave you With this then St Andrew's Blue Written by Murdo Performed by Absolutely no idea Jordan and Law, oh, oh, Scotland, we come from the past, keep our